Hey everyone, it is Ed. I'm coming to you live from the Drunk Gossip Studios here in New York City. It is raining. Ugh. But that's okay. Because rain is always good. Well, not always, but you know. Sometimes it's good. When I'm not in it. Uh, um, you know, just a really quick um, story. Saturday night, I went out to see Prada, as I mentioned in yesterday's episode. Um, and then I decided that Eric, Kiki, and um, a couple other drag queens were supposed to come out and do another show. And I kept waiting and waiting and waiting, and they, the show just never started, and I was getting irritated. So I ended up leaving, and I was going to go down to another bar. But I got caught in the rain, and I Ubered home. So, there's that. Um, and I was asked over the weekend by a couple of people, um, how do I put the show together? Honestly, there's no structure. I don't know if it seems like there is, but I just, I, I pick out the stories that speak the most to me, and then I talk about them. I, I treat it just like a verbal essay, basically. Um, because that's what it is to me. Um, you know, it's just one of those things, you know, when I... When the blog is launched, um, which will hopefully be soon, I, um, we had to switch hosts, which is what's taking so long. Um, you'll see, like, I just really write, and I, I just, what is, whatever on my mind is what is said, and what uh, will be said in the essays on the blog. Um, but, uh, so, going from Drag Queens and that to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. You know, you all know I don't watch reality shows. I think they're stupid. And, you know, I, I, I cover them because I know a lot of you watch. A lot of you like it. My best friend likes them. Um, Mandy likes them, I believe. Maybe she doesn't. Maybe she, maybe they're right up there with Taylor Swift with Mandy. I don't know. Um, she'll have to muse on it. Or, you know, when she listens, she'll just text me and yell at me and tell me, no, she doesn't like them, or yes, she does like them. Um, but in any case, I don't watch. But I know enough about them that I can um, have a conversation. So, there's something weird happening in the franchise right now where the shows are not filming like they used to. And it's more to do with the chemistry of the ladies. So, um, New Jersey was put on hiatus for a couple months Well, they tried to figure out the casting situation. I think they finally figured it out and they've resumed filming. Um, but the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills went through kind of the same thing. Last season was apparently very bad because there was just not a lot of oomph. So, they're trying to figure it out. And it looks like they're finally going to cast Denise Richards. Now, for those of you who don't know, um, because you either live under a rock, or you're just not very in tune with... Um, the reality world or anyone in the real world 
Denise Richards is Charlie Sheen's ex-wife. Um, I, at one point, um, I know she has his twins, but I think she also had the kids that he had with Brooke, um, Brooke Mueller, I think her name was. Um, and she's like, just toss all sorts of dirt at him. Like, just a bunch of shit that he did. Um, but she's really come out... Like, mother of the year, like, the most put-together person in that whole whole situation. Which isn't saying much. But, I mean, we're talking about Denise frickin' Richards. Like, the hot mess from the 90s is now mother of the frickin' year. Anyways, she... It's it's being said that producers, after losing Eileen Davidson and... Um, like, just a lack of story last year. They're finally thinking about bringing her on. And letting the fireworks go. And, you know, I don't... I really don't know if this is a good idea or a bad idea. It's probably a bad idea for her because there's a good chance she's going to lose her reputation. Um, And we don't know what kind of consequences that will have. But there's also a good chance that... You know, she needs the paycheck. And they need the ratings. And I need to go, and I will be right back. Okay, and I'm back. So, I don't know how many of you guys watched Walking Dead. I don't, personally. I, um, I, I've tried. I really did try. Um, I watched the first couple of seasons, and I just couldn't get into it. Like, there wasn't... I mean, I get why people watch it. The hook is there. It's just the execution. It's not really my style. I like the big, dramatic cliffhangers and, you know, secrets and lies. And and I know that Walking Dead has all that, but somehow it just doesn't have the same oomph of, like, uh, Melrose Place or 90210. Or two broke girls. <laughs> um, or even a Will and Grace. Like, you know, those shows, the execution isn't always great. But the characters are likable and, um, you know, you just kind of go in. Um, I don't know if anyone remembers, but um, in the original Melrose Place, the season three cliffhanger happened... Um, just after um, the Oklahoma City bombing. And Aaron Spelling was intent that that apartment building was going to be blown up. Because they had already broken out the next season and everything really depended on that apartment building blowing up. Um, and so he fought for it, and the network eventually gave in to his wishes and said, okay, we hear you, we're with you, we're not going to blow it up. And he said, what? They're like, well, we're not going to blow it up in the finale, we're going to leave it as a cliffhanger. And then, you know, in the opening scenes, we'll just take the footage that you've already filmed, and that'll be like 
the premiere episode. And that was fine with him. Like, everything really worked out, whatever. Walking Dead is trying to do very similar things. Killing off major characters, whatever. But Aaron Spelling wasn't doing it. I mean, he was doing it partly for the ratings, let's be honest. But he was also trying to be an innovative storyteller. Walking Dead is killing off their characters just for the buzz. And if you don't believe me, I mean... Look at... Look at just what they've done. Um, They played out an entire arc of will Glenn die or not die after a mid-season finale only to have it have it turn out that not only did the character not die but the way he saved himself was completely implausible and stupid and I know this because my Facebook was lit up with anger not that Glenn had survived but over how they felt cheated. And to be honest, I don't blame them. So, now we're coming down to this whole new... You know, then they pulled off Carl. And, again, they were... They garnered a little bit of buzz, a little... You know, maybe a, a slight ratings bump, but nothing big. So now they're trying the same thing with Andrew Lincoln's character, Rick Grimes. It's said that um, Andrew Lincoln is leaving. Not said. It's confirmed. Andrew Lincoln is leaving The Walking Dead. But he says he's not quite done with um, Rick Grimes. So the question becomes... What the hell is he going to do? If he's leaving the show, he can't also play Rick Grimes. Unless there's going to be like some sort of spinoff or something. Which is not completely implausible. But why leave the most successful show on television at the moment... For a, a spinoff that may or may not last? And why are you going to let Norman Reedus walk away with a $20 million paycheck... If that is indeed how much he's going to be paid... I don't know if he's worth it, to be honest. You know, Daryl's popular, but he's very closed off, and I don't know how long he can actually lead the group. And I I get the feeling that this is a little bait-and-switchy, like, ooh, look at us, this is what we're going to do. And we're going to put out stories about Norman Reedus getting this. And what if Norman Reedus is actually the one leaving? And not Andrew Lincoln. Because a $20 million paycheck for a TV show seems a little steep. I mean, yes, I, I realize that The Walking Dead is the number one show on TV right now. But this is the AMC network. This isn't ABC or CBS or one of those that will shell out the big bucks for the big ratings. And if you don't believe me... Google The Walking Dead lawsuit and you'll see what I mean. I'll be right back. Alright, so... This story is... You know, it's a little weird. Um, Offset was arrested. If you don't know who Offset is, he is a popular... Excuse me, a popular rapper 
who is married to Cardi B, who is also a popular rapper. Um, they just welcomed a baby culture, spelled with a K for some reason, because maybe they think they're Kardashians. Maybe they're idiots. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, you know, there's a rapper being arrested um, doesn't seem to be much of a story anymore. It happens so often that it's almost a story when a rapper's not arrested. Like, I can just imagine the headlines in about five years. Jay-Z walking free, not arrested. Uh, You know, it's just one of those things, like... I I don't get it. Like, obviously I've never heard his music. And I say obviously because I'm not his target market. I, I feel like he goes after the straight men of color. And that's fine. Like, know your target audience. My target audience is women and gay men who love gossip. Even though somehow lesbians love me. And I love you lesbians. Thank you for listening. Um, if you want, I'll do a funny little dance for you, just like Ellen does. Um, anything to keep you listening and my ratings up. So maybe Anchor will hire me full time with the show. Or Sirius will buy the show and put me on Radio Andy or um, Pop Radio or whatever. Those are all options if anyone wants to talk with me about it. Y'all know where to find me. Um, my author website is in the middle of being updated. Um, and so... My usual email is kind of under siege right now. So, I'm going to tell you, email me at edanderson00 at gmail.com. Um... We can talk about all of this stuff. Like, we will talk about all of it. Like, I will gladly sign a contract. I will expand the show to an hour. I will make fun of people. I will do guest interviews. As long as you don't put me on a chain and tell me what I can and cannot ask. (coughs) I'm sorry. I'm still a little fuzzy from yesterday. Um... I know, it seems like every time I, it seems like ever since I started this podcast, I've been sick. It's not true. Um, It's just, I think I have a little summer thing. Anyways, so Offset was arrested. Now, here's the funny thing. You know, you would expect his wife, who has constantly defended him, who has constantly, you know, taken issue with anyone calling her man out for anything... To be by his side. To be getting him out of jail. And she's not. <laughs> it's In fact, it's quite the opposite. She's apparently, according to Crazy Days and Nights, letting him sit in there because she's tired of him cheating on her. I know. I was stunned too, guys. Like, get a queen. Like, yes. You teach him who is boss. But also, it's okay to say I made a mistake. It's okay to say, OMG, like, I fucked up. I shouldn't have married you. I shouldn't have let you try to guide my career. Whatever. Um, 
So I really wish you would come out and say that. But I also kind of want her to say, you know, I was taking care of the baby or whatever. Now, she's already complained about having to take care of the baby. She's like, who knew that being a parent was a full-time job? I mean, I have to be there morning, noon, and night. Like, oh my god. She is the type of person who does not need to be having a baby. Period. You know, I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of flack for that. But if you didn't know that being a parent was a morning, noon, and night job, that says more about you than it does me. Because what did you expect? That the baby was going to go to work in the morning and, you know, work all day until five and then be like, hey, mom, I'm home. It doesn't quite work that way. Maybe she needs to stick to finding out where the taxpayer money is going and yell at her husband for cheating on her a little bit more. I don't know. Um, I'm going to keep on top of the offset story, though, and I'll bring it to you as I find out more. I'll be right back. Okay. I was really trying to avoid this story. I think it's the dumbest story I've ever heard in my life. Um, And, you know, the names are just so stupid. That's what bothers me. Like, it's about another rapper. And, again, I know I'm going to get flack for this. But uh, the name is just so dumb. And, uh, okay. Let's try to get through this five minutes. Uh, I guess this is how you can tell I'm like the whitest person you'll ever meet in your life. I like I listen to rap. I, I like Nicki Minaj. I like Eminem, obviously, because he's my hometown boy. Um, I love Missy Elliott. But really, that's it for me. Like, I, I'm i not a rap person. I'm not their target demo. I'm not interested. And they're not interested in me. Um, and what, I just think that's frankly the truth. The interest level of both parties is so low that we might as well just admit that we're not interested in one another. It's like... Musicer, where you just have to swipe right or left, and I would swipe left on these people, and they would swipe left on me. So, a rapper by the name of Six Nine, and it's spelled it's the number six, I X, nine, I N E. Like I said, stupid. Um, he and his girlfriend, Takashi, were allegedly kidnapped and beaten over the weekend from a Brooklyn nightclub. Although, from what I've heard from other sources, it wasn't a nightclub, it was a strip club. So please, just let that sink in for a second. They were, they were kidnapped, beaten, almost allegedly almost killed. 
from a strip club. Um, one of the stories going around is that they were flashing cash and acting like big shots. And I will tell you, I, even though I've never been in one of the strip clubs here, um, I, I've been to a strip, I've been to quite a few strip clubs, um, mostly with male dancers. Um, and, and they take their rules very seriously. Um, but I, I've also been to a female strip club with a friend where the stripper leaned in and asked me if I realized I didn't belong watching females take off their clothes for money. Yeah, that was a very odd experience. Um, I'll, I'll, you know what, fuck it, I'm just gonna tell you right now. So basically, I was hanging out with my friend for her birthday, and her other friend and the friend's mom wanted to go to a strip club. And I'm like, all right, cool, you know, I just won some money from the, um, because this is in Detroit, I had just won some money off the Wheel of Fortune um, slot machine. So I was feeling happy, and, you know, drinks are drinks, it doesn't matter where you go. So we went there, and we were, me and my friend were waiting for a stripper to really earn the the tip. And so we found one, and we went to take the money up to her. And, like, she gave us both a hug, and then, um, as she gave me mine, she, she leans in really close, and she's like, baby, you do realize that you don't belong here, don't you? And I was like, yes, I know I'm gay. And this just proved it. Um, anyway, so back to stupid name. Um, so if they were flashing cash or grabbing the grabbing strippers, I guarantee you that they got into trouble for that. Because I've seen guys ejected. Um, if you go down Broadway... Um, I think it's like 52nd Street. There's a strip club. And the bounce, like, they have these really big, really cute um, bouncers. And they will throw guys out for touching or um, making the girls uncomfortable. So that's something to think about, like... um, Crazy Days and Nights, though, says that stupid name and girlfriend were... Um, targeted because of a rap rivalry. And that it, they were only supposed to beat them up. They weren't supposed to rob them or nearly kill them. So whoever the henchmen were kind of took it a little bit too far. So I'm, I can kind of see that too because, again, strip clubs are notoriously mob-run. And the rap community is notorious for their feuds. Tupac and Biggie. Um, so stupid name probably pissed off the wrong rapper. Maybe because he has a stupid name. I don't know. I'll be right back. And I'm back. And I want to talk about The View a little bit. Um, some people seem really surprised that The View was still around. It makes ABC a ton of money. It's not going anywhere. Um, and, and the stable of co-hosts is, um, for lack of a better word, 
is relatively stable. Um, Sarah Haynes and Paula Ferris are leaving, of course. Um, but as we talked about, Paula Ferris was only on every once in a while anyways. Sarah Haynes is a big hit. Um, and I understand that she's going over to GMA, the third hour of GMA. Um, and am I the only one that's hoping for, like, a Kathy Lee and Hoda type situation where it's, like, Sarah Haynes and someone else and they just drink all afternoon? Um, because I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, but let's, let's start talking about who could possibly replace Sarah Haynes. Um, I'm sure they're going to be, like, auditioning, or they've already started auditioning people. Um, you know, I think that there were a lot of guest co-hosts, especially when Sarah was out on maternity leave earlier this year. Um, but let's, let's just kind of go through, like, the dream list. My number one pick... And I know this isn't going to happen, but it, my number one pick to replace her is Sarah Gilbert. Now, here's why. First of all, openly gay. We haven't had a, a lesbian on the panel since Rosie O'Donnell. So I think that would bring an in- interesting dynamic to the table. Um, Sarah is going to star in... Um, the reboot of the reboot of Roseanne, the Connors. Um, so it would make perfect sense for her to be on their their number one talk show as well. Again, I, I realize that she's on the talk. Um, she co-created and um, has a piece of that. And it's probably not going to happen. But let me dream. Because I think that would be like... I think just overall that's a dream scenario. Um, if we can't have that, I think Laurie Metcalf Metcalf would do a really good job. Again, that's not going to happen because Laurie Metcalf is very busy acting and whatnot. But again, it's just a dream. Um, so one that could actually happen, Nikki Fink. Now... Not many people know who Nikki Fink is. I do because I love her. I, um... I I started reading Deadline because of her. Um... I read Hollywood Dementia at least two, three times a week. If you don't know what Hollywood Dementia is, it's Nikki Fink's, um... fictionalized version of Hollywood. And she pays her writers... She buys these short stories from writers. Um, but you have to have, have some insider knowledge. And, I mean, it's just an amazing, amazing site. Um, so, she's also talked about getting into politics. And what better way to raise her profile in order to launch a new blog than to be on a show... That's always going to generate headlines for her. Now, she's not young. And she's notoriously publicity shy. So the... So getting her would be quite a feat. And um, she's more likely to... um, 
replace Paula than Sarah, Sarah Haynes. But I really hope that they do go after her, and I really hope that they try to get her. Because I think that would be an, just amazing, amazing um, feat for the show. Um, so, I'm trying to think of who else there is. Um, you know, I, I would be willing to be on The View. But I'm a guy, and it's supposed to be a women's perspective. But there there has been talk that they were going to add a guy. So if they do, I volunteer as tribute. I will go on there. And I will... Um, I I will... Play... I, I want to say play with the girls, but that sounds really bad. I will... I will go on there, and I will um, work with the ladies... Because I think that would be fun. Um, my best friend said Anna Nirvano would be a good fit. I I do like her, but I believe she has a contract with CNN. Um, so I think that I don't think that's gonna quite work out. Um, getting one of the actresses from like Sarah Hyland or Ariel Winter. But the show doesn't have the greatest track record when it comes to actresses, especially um, sitcom actresses from family sitcoms. I just can't remember right. Um, I think it would be really cool if they could get Jed back. Um, but after the way Jed was let go, I highly doubt that's going to happen. Um, there's... And again, this uh, this one I'm gonna throw out there, just for the heck of it. But I could see like a Carrie Washington being um, really good, really good on the show. Of course, Carrie Washington's an A-list actress now, and probably doesn't have time to do it. But I mean, it could be very interesting. Um. If if she weren't so unstable and unreliable, I would say put Lindsay Lohan on the panel. Just light that thing up. Because that that would again, you know, I know they don't have the best track record with it comes to child actors, but Lindsay Lohan on the panel would just really shake things up and make I'm just imagining the headlines now. I'm imagining the ratings now. It's a train wreck waiting to happen, but damn. Can't you just see it? Can't can't you just, like... The ratings would go through the roof. Um, As always, I'm going to keep an eye on on this story as it develops. um, And I'll try to bring you more opinions. Um, Maybe we can make it a like a regular segment who will replace Sarah Haynes maybe we can even make it a drinking game uh, until next time cheers <laughs>